Did you know that word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast? It helps us expand our audience by getting us more notice and keeps us going and growing. So please, folks, spread the word to family and friends. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. After many years of unsuccessful North American settlements, the English founded the colony of Jamestown in Virginia. The capitalists who funded the establishment of the Jamestown colony may have been concerned with the glory of England and the spreading of the Anglican religion to the natives, but above all, they demanded that the new enterprise turn a profit. Virginia tobacco became popular in Europe and eventually proved to be the colony's economic base for the next two centuries. British King James, however, was not a fan of smoking, so he published a diatribe against tobacco in 1604. But the book had no discernible effect. By 1612, London had 7,000 tobacconists and smoking houses. The Virginia colony survived because the English acquired the nicotine habit. Let's enjoy the telling of this pivotal time in American history with the help of our friends at Khan Academy. The first years at Jamestown were pretty rough. In the winter of 1609 to 1610, which they called the starving time, the colonists were so hungry that they resorted to eating vermin, and they resorted to eating each other. One man actually killed and ate his wife in one of the few known examples of English cannibalism. So Jamestown was a pretty rough place to be. Only about 15% of the settlers who went to Jamestown actually survived. In fact, that following spring of 1610, they decided to give up and head back to England. They were met, just as they were leaving, by new supply ships that continued the Virginia experiment. And as they were just leaving the Chesapeake Bay, they met a ship with English reinforcements who ordered them back to Jamestown and came bearing orders from England about a new strategy in Jamestown. And these new orders were carried by a new commander, Lord Delaware, spelled a little bit different, but the state of Delaware today is named after this gentleman. And Lord Delaware said, well, it's been great that you've all been trying to get along with these Powhatans, but let's get rid of them. So he switched the English from their small amount of conflict with the Native Americans over stealing food to a pretty much all-out war of extinction against the Powhatans. And Delaware was a veteran of the Irish campaigns to subdue that colony, so he brings his tactics of complete brutality and submission of the native population to the new world. He raids Native American villages, he burns their crops, and generally promotes an idea that there will be no such thing as peaceful coexistence between English settlers and Native Americans that the only thing for Native Americans to do is go away or die. 
And these conflicts between the English colonists and the Native Americans living in this Virginia tidewater are called the Anglo-Powhatan Wars. The first Anglo-Powhatan War ended in 1614 with a, a brief period of peace when this fellow here, John Rolfe, married Pocahontas, kind of a peace offering. But by the time that the second Anglo-Powhatan War was over in 1625, pretty much the entire Powhatan tribe had either been killed or driven from the area. And therefore, this English war against Native Americans had succeeded. Now, John Rolfe made another contribution to the colony at Jamestown beyond his marriage with Pocahontas. He also discovered that tobacco was a perfect crop for the kind of marshy Virginia soil. And tobacco was a commodity that was getting hotter and hotter in Europe. And so they discovered that they could grow pretty much as much tobacco as they possibly could. And markets in Europe would just buy it and buy it and buy it. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And so, although the colonists at Jamestown didn't find the gold that they were hoping for, they found a very different way to get rich, and that was through cultivating tobacco. And this is going to have enormous consequences for the development of Virginia as a colony, both in terms of its geographic development and also the development of its labor force. As tobacco is an incredibly labor-intensive crop, these English planters in Virginia will quickly look for ways to staff a labor force in the New World. And one way that they will do this is through the importation of African slaves. The very first slave ship arrived in Jamestown in 1619. So our English colonists at Jamestown, things were finally starting to go their way. Lord Delaware had successfully led English forces in their war against the nearby Algonquin tribe, the Powhatans. And John Rolfe had discovered that Virginia was a perfect place to grow tobacco. So even though they didn't find gold in Virginia, they found something that was almost as good, and that was a luxury commodity that people in Europe were very eager to buy. But tobacco was incredibly labor-intensive to grow and process. So talk a little bit more about what that need for labor meant 
as the Virginia colony began to grow. I mentioned that the very first ship bearing enslaved Africans arrived in Jamestown in 1619. So just 12 years after Jamestown was founded, Africans had been brought to the area. So this shows that enslaved Africans were some of the very first people who weren't of native origin in the New World and would help shape the English colonies pretty much from the very start. But even though there were enslaved Africans in Virginia that early, the system of broad race-based slavery that will really characterize the American South up until the Civil War didn't get started right away, and there were a couple of reasons for that. One was, as we've mentioned many times, it was not particularly healthy to live in this area. This is pretty much all a giant swamp. To this day, some people joke that one of the reasons that Washington D.C. was founded here in this area of Virginia is that it is so unpleasant to be there. They thought it would keep the American government smaller because legislators wouldn't actually want to go to the capital. So a pretty good number of people who came to the New World in these early years died of mosquito-borne diseases. So swamp, standing water, mosquitoes leads to epidemics. So, say I'm an English planter and I want to plant a lot of tobacco, many acres of tobacco. So I'm going to need some people to help me. Now I have some choices. I could purchase an enslaved African person from one of these ships, and that might cost me hundreds of pounds. Slaves are pretty expensive, and since it's such an unhealthy environment in this area, there is a reasonable chance that. Any person that I purchase might die within a year or so, and then I'd lose my investment. So this is a pretty cruel and terrible form of economics. But if you're a planter in this time period, this is exactly how you're thinking. Now, my other option for help is to bring over white laborers from England, and these are called indentured servants. Next time. We continue our expose on the colony of Jamestown. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. Go follow our TikTok page to enjoy additional history of North America content, including original, short, sixty-second capsules. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body. Which decreases as we age. Taking Calotrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calotrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, 
Take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.